Knights HQ. G'day and welcome to episode four of the pod brought to you by Maxwell Recruiting and Training, highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineering trades and construction. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Today, our special guest is Kurt Mann. He's a country boy from Queensland. Who knows what he'll come out with because I think he could even be on his maiden voyage here on a podcast. So we might need some editing, but I'll tell you what he'll do. He'll bring you a different side of life. And on the opposite side of that, my co-pilot, he grew up in Merriweather near the surf. I'm pretty sure he had a silver spoon right from the start. Very well-known family in the area in Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Very close to coming back to the field for the Newcastle Knights too. So much to talk about. We'll chat. We'll hear from people. And we'll find out exactly what makes Kurt Mann tick. Particularly, we'll go serious side and have a look to see what happened on Anzac Day. What his family's history with that very special day for Australians. So, let's let it rip. Take a look behind the curtain as the Knights take things to the next level. Watch the next episode of Level Up exclusively on newcastlenights.com.au. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Well, my co-host today, he's a bit of an all-rounder. He's a utility man. I'm not sure if he likes that title or not, but that's how I see him. And today we're using some of that versatility to help me out with the podcast. G'day, Kurt Man. Hey, Frankie. How you going? I'm well. I, I, are you on Daboo on a podcast? Yeah, mate. I've never done anything like this. I'm standing all these buttons and computers and stuff, and yeah, don't know, don't really know what's going on. Well, don't touch any. That's the first <laughs> thing we'd say to you. Just stay there calm. And uh, one of your co-pilots is in with us as well, Lockie Fitzgibbons, our special guest. G'day, Lockie. Yeah, feeling very special to be special guest. Uh, special can't wait. Would have been good if he could turn yeah. up on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially late, mate. Now, listen. Yeah, what is time? <laughs> well, we're, our new partner is Maxwell Recruiting and Training, and they're helping people get skilled. Looking at the amount of paint you've got on you, did you make any onto the wall mm, at all? Yeah, not so much on the wall, more on the hands, but, you know, this, you get that when you paint them. I'm not, not the specialist painter, but have a go I think he was holding like Sophie was doing the paint and he was just holding the paint can yeah, for yeah. it <laughs> walking around following with a can these guys are specialists in engineering and trades and mm. training you're a boss of an engineering type company aren't you a big wig in some way of construction <laughs> is that right I tell my mates what to do at times that's about it I boss them around I guess you could say I'm a really good delegator um, not not so good on the tools but I'm good at telling people what to do and when to do it so. see I'm thinking out of the two of you Kurt you would seem more comfortable with a hammer in your hand some sort of tradie yeah i'd done an apprenticeship when i was here so i think it was 2011 long time ago and yeah i did that for two years so i've done a little bit of hands-on sort of work fitz is more of a silver spoon kind of kid oh. <laughs> kurt loves his lawn he's a real gardener yes yeah, right yeah, well, he loves his lawn i've got the world's best sprinkler system that's why I, I, hang on, I'll get my phone. I'll turn my sprinklers on right now for you if you want. Just, just I'm very envious of his. his, his oh, actually, I'm gonna, I am going to turn them on because I haven't turned them on today. This, One's going to be. This on. is a unique situation. Mm. I don't know ever in a podcast before yeah. if a NRL player who is <laughs> a little thirty addicted minutes. to his lawns, he's Ooh. actually Ooh. watering the lawn via his phone app. Unbelievable. Okay, we can't. On. We can't go past that. You've just turned the sprinklers on at home yep. via your phone. Yep. Um, bought the house and the dude he really looked after the lawn and that so he sort of just he's passed the baton to me now and I'm taking up the responsibilities now so mate tell us how it works give us a bit of an insight it's called a, it's called beehive and they make like all these farming products and all that sort of stuff and you put it on the side of the wall and it's connected to this 
there's four T sections and each section controls a different part of the, like the lawn. So there's one in the pool area, one in the backyard, and then two in the front yard. So I've just go on my phone and I pick which one I want on for how long I want it on and it turns on Very for me. Very impressive. Do you look back at your lawn? I presume it's a buffalo or something, is it? Yeah, buffalo. <laughs> of course. Very, very green buffalo. Do, do you sit back after you've mowed it and just think, yeah, that's good? Yeah, I sit out the front, <laughs> like real proud. Admire. <laughs> when people, mate, people look drive past and they look because it's that green. So some people drive around looking for Christmas lights, others drive around looking for lawns like yours. Oh, I'm out in Fern Bay and there's people like old dudes, so it's like competition to see who's got the best lawn, so I'm not not to be outdone in my street anyway. You'd be blown away. <laughs> no, no, he, he came to me the other day. He goes, Speechless. Well, he wanted the same sprinkler, so yeah. he's about to have it. Yeah, I'm going to copy him. Well. him. You, mm. you don't live in a nursing retirement home, really, do you? It's actually starting <laughs> <laughs> to get worried here. But listen, this has got nothing to do with round five and six, but it was important. We've now established that Kurt Mann is a, he's a tragic for his lawn. Let's quickly have a look at round five. And when I say quickly, we're going to be very quick here because you have tough days and then you have really tough days. Round five, the Knights travelled up to the Gold Coast. Welcome, Kalen Pongerback, who was super impressive, but it was a tough day at the office. Yeah, it was. Um, but, you know, for, for some weird reason, you know, we had we had a loss against the Tigers and then and then St. George. And then, mm. you know, we're looking at down the barrel three in a row and everyone was really pumped to, to bounce back. And, you know, I, I'm not sure what it was. You know, I wasn't playing and it was Kurt, but... But looking at it, I think everyone was you know, a bit worried to lose Serena. I'm not too sure. And But like you said, the, the positive of it, Kalen, a really good game. First comeback game in, you know, six-odd months. So super impressive to Kalen. And, um, yeah, there's a lot to take out of that game and to improve on. Tough watch, Kurt. Yeah, definitely. Um, sitting at home, like what Fitzy said, I think everyone just looked a little bit flat, to be honest. Like, um, you know, watching the start of the game, and, and we didn't start fast at all, and I think that, was sort of led to the you know the rot that set in after that was was our start so you know we improved that the next week when we when we faced the sharks last weekend and got out to a you know a decent sort of lead but then the story of all our games this year we've had to come from behind in the end and um yeah we're lucky enough to get it done there in the end it's important you touch on that because why is it do you put your finger on to think the starts haven't been able to get that first try it's really important it sort of sets the mood for the game i mean you start well and then everything sort of just seems to happen for you after that if you have a fast start and you know it just puts more and more pressure on the other team to to not make errors and and to perform well and to kick properly and when you have that start it just it pressures off you i think in the um you know especially this year and last year momentum is is key you know that with these new rules and the speed of the game once you got momentum it's 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 really hard as a defending team to to get back so starting fast starting with the momentum it's yeah, that's how you want to start. Yeah, you're on the sideline with a big mm. group, Fitzy. Could, could you feel the momentum sliding backward and forward? And you had a few players around you down the sideline. What was that like? I'm not sure what it's like in the field. I don't know if you can hear us, boys, but we're all yelling and screaming down there, and it's, it's a good vibe on the sideline. You feel like you're a part of it, even yeah. though you're not a part of it. And yeah, it was good. It was an it was a to and fro game. It was a bit of a roller coaster game, but it was super exciting at the end. There, you know, I don't think there was anyone sitting down at the end of that last five minutes. There, it was super exciting, and glad we came away with the two points in the end yeah, yeah mate we were just towards the back end of the game when we were behind, we were just throwing the footy around you know, looking for something and the whiz kid come up with something there in the end him and freeze got the job done 
Let's talk about that because Connor misses captain's run because he's got a bug, a virus, and, and he lives with Kale and Ponga. So they turn up to the game and Connor's tough enough to get through it. He starts, he does a really good job, and everyone's keeping an eye on Connor. But meanwhile, over on the side of the mm. dressing sheds, Kalen's just slowly but surely sinking into this illness. And he had to take all sorts of things to play. He got injections in bums. He mm. took all sorts of things. <laughs> He'd like that too. Right? <laughs> it's um, bloody tough to go. It's hard enough to go and play in the NRL, I imagine, without... It's funny, so I had a remember that bug was going around. I had a bug in preseason that went around for you know a, you were a, a, good, a, good, a good week. I was bedridden for forty eight hours. For what Connor and KP did on the weekend was beyond me. Is amazing, and especially for for Kalen to play such a good game. But yeah, you know Connor didn't train captains run. I wasn't there for it. But yeah, so then I yeah. would have thought Kalen might have moved out and went and slept with his parents for the night. <laughs> but you live and you learn. Didn't want to leave his little mate. Yeah, start of the game though. I was talking to Kalen. He seemed fine and that, and then. Half time come around and mate, he was crook as at half time. He was spewing in the bin and mm. mate, looking for toilets and all sorts of things. Like, um, so you know, sort of, I think just being out there on the field and physical exertion and everything like that just caught up to him about <laughs> half time. Mate, he was looking sick at half time. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, we had him on the Knights HQ podcast and we asked them about because they're touchy feely type, both of them. They're always hugging and mm. kissing people and going on. So, COVID's really brought him in, but they're just starting to come back out. Do you have to give him a bit of a wide berth when you know they're a bit suspect in the sheds? You answered your own question there. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> tight. And, <laughs> yeah, they get together. It's kind of weird. You should see that. Yeah. They got the world's biggest couch. It's massive. And they sit on, and top, they, of yeah, they sit on top of each other. Yeah. They sit right next to each other. Mate, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I'm, right. cool, I'm cool with it. It's just, yeah. Uh, all whatever. good. Yeah. Each Personal to their space. own. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. But, but in all seriousness, yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're quite close and maybe a bit too close. They both get sickness. Who knows what was going on? But just <laughs> glad no one else got it. Quick turnaround this week into the Panthers are they going to be okay yeah I'm I'm pretty confident Callan will be okay I ran into him yesterday when I was getting physio and that and he seemed like he'd gotten over it a little bit I think like you said he was having injections and all sorts of stuff trying to get him right right to play so pretty confident he'll be over it and I think Connor's already he's seen the worst of it before you know, before the game. For a behind the scenes look at what's happening on game day, head to newcastlenights.com.au and check out the latest episode of Level Up. Level Up features exclusive interviews with the team, VIP Knights moments, the fly on the wall type footage from even inside the locker room, powerful Knights community stories and first scoop Knights news. Subscribe now to get the to get the episodes dropped into your inbox every fortnight. We love the Level Up. Love to level up. Next level. You likes love it when we're in there and you're really busting yourself in the gym and the cameras in sliding in behind. Love it. Not for me. I don't lift too much weight. All access. Uh, Well, there you go. That's what Knights H brings you. All access and uh, Fitzy's promising some more. We'll take a break on the other side of the break. We'll have a look at the recovery unit and see what's happening with those on and off the field. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Stand together and get amongst the action by taking your seat at the next home game. Tickets are available at knightshub.com.au. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Kurt Mann and Lockie Fitz dropping in this week. The recovery unit's been one of the busiest parts of the Newcastle Knights, unfortunately. Fitzy, you've been captain coach in there this year. Jesus, yeah. Someone killed Chinaman in our club. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I've been the recovery unit for, I think, seven months or six months now, so not ideal leading into some footy, but be back bigger and stronger. On the scale of it, there's a lot of things that really off the coach. Do you reckon injuries is up the top of the list with the coach? It gets a bit hot when you deal with them. 
when we get them or when we talk about them or the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very touchy subject. Very right. touchy. It's it's everyone's. Yeah, yeah. But mm. you scared to get injured, eh? Oh, literally. <laughs> and and he's a physios bit- cop it. Everyone cops it, and just players cop it. Kurt stepped on my foot the other day, and look, my foot's blown up. Just when blaming I put, you. When I put you on your head. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I hate to say it, boys, but he's one of our big subscribers. He gives us a five rating. The coach, so he'll be listening to this, and we'll probably get feedback just on even mentioning you. You're, you're the best, Adam. I love you. <laughs> Adam O'Brien. Hey, we, we had his wife on in the first episode. That I saw that. Very enjoyable. She dropped some bombshells. Yeah, she she He's a maths fan, isn't he? Maths. From what I've heard. Yeah. He loves that. He loves talking about maths, doesn't he? Yeah. Music, he, he's got glee on his playlist. He doesn't. Glee. No, he does. He doesn't strike music glee, man. No, he'll probably strike me after I mentioned it. <laughs> he's a rock and roll man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he's old school rock. Yeah. He looks a bit like a nickelback or something to yeah. me, don't you think? Anyway, he's always up me when I'm back. playing the wrong music on the bus. He's he's, he's tough to. Yeah, you're hit and miss though. Like no, I know sometimes yeah. it's good and then sometimes it's it's horrible. There's no real in between. Mm, yeah. That's just personal opinion. I love it. This is the what this is what the Knights HQ is all about. If you'd like to hear any, if you'd like to write us any questions, we're happy to ask the coach and come back to you or anybody mm. else within the team. If you think there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast, just send us an email media at newcastleknights.com.au. And we'll, hey, we're, we're all about bringing you the information. Let's bring you the information now from the recovery unit. We'll go top line because we're getting closer to getting a few back. We welcome back Bradman Best, which was great to have the, the brick, the fridge, whatever you like to call him. The back. brick. Mm. Yeah, the brick. How good's the brick? He's a weapon. I love him. Everyone knows how good he is. Everyone's seen what he can do. Mm. Um, I think he's struggling for fitness on the weekend. You know, he hasn't played in four <laughs> weeks. And he came up to me after the game and said he was hurting at stages of that game. Mate, I was as well. And I've played a little bit more footy than him recently. So, yeah, it was pretty quick pace and really good to have him back out there. He's a quick healer. He gets back from the injury. He must look after himself pretty good. Yeah, oh, definitely. Look at look at the kid, though. Like, he's... um. <laughs> He's enormous. I asked him a question the other day. I was like, Brady, I asked him how heavy he was. This was when he was, this was last year. So he was 19. Was he 19 last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, how heavy are you? He's 106 kilos. Mate, I was 82 kilos when I was 19. <laughs> you still are 82 kilo, ring wet. <laughs> 86. What would you be tipping in at the moment, Fizzy? I'm about 102, 103. So we also welcome Kalen back. We touched on that earlier. He's been a big in. Two enormous games. He's come back well considering it's a full shoulder reconstruction. Yeah, look, I've said it before and I've said it to him. I've said it to multiple people. It's probably the fittest and best I've ever seen Kalen look. And that's coming off, you know, like you said, a serious injury where he couldn't do much pre-season. But um, he's obviously looked after himself really well and, you know, been been at it at the gym. And it's showing on the footy field his first two games after a six-month layoff have been pretty damn impressive so looking forward to seeing what he can do over the next you know 20 odd rounds mate some of the things he done on the weekend were, was ridiculous mm. like in crucial points of the game some of the plays he was coming up with were, were massive just fills you full of confidence when he's out there with you and you know you got him by his side you've played with some big names and big fullbacks in Billy Slater and the likes where do you rank him at this stage in his career Kurt? oh mate he's talented very very talented you know Slatsy was he, he was also talented as well mm. but everyone knows the work ethic that he had as well and um, see what Kalen's done with his shoulder and the way he's come back from this injury mate he's he's chomping you know he's chomping at his heels at the moment you know with the work ethic and that as well speaking about excited I walked into the tunnel just as before kickoff and the man we're about to touch on Edric Lee was standing in the tunnel and he had he, he went out rogue he didn't have his uh, he, well he had a few injuries so he couldn't wear the full suit so he had the puffer jacket and a bit of cool cat gear on mate mm. he was owning cool he was selling merchandise, Knights merchandise, by just standing around the sheds. He's smooth, mate. He's the smoothest dude alive. Yeah. Big one and done. 
That's what we call him, <laughs> one and done. He's getting closer, boys. He's not too far away. He's moving through the gears and the grades and the checkpoints, which is exciting. Yeah, well, I've been in, um, obviously, rehab with him for, for a couple months now. And, you know, he's, he's an ultimate professional too, Edric. And, and he wants to get out there as quick as he can. He's had a couple of setbacks over the last, you know, month or so. But, you know, he's running yesterday and he's running pretty fast again. So I think he's getting to his top end and... Um, we should see him in the next few weeks. He's massive for us too. I think you know, what he does out of yardage and then especially having him as that kick target and he can finish tries as well. He's, he's a, He'd be a massive inclusion if we could get him back. Quick shout-out to Jaira Mamamosa as well, who's mm. also he had a big Achilles injury just before Christmas. He too is looking big and strong. He did a great interview on the weekend with a, with a young kid out in the field, so it was a nice reminder that Jaira's out there working hard in the rehab unit. And looking good also. And, and like again, um, that rehab unit, they're training hard. And, um, you know, Jigger, as we like to call him, he, he's looking big. He's filling into his body. I think he's 23 now, so he's coming into kind of, you know, where he should be getting at. There's a probably, he'll probably play middle forward, I think. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. He's been in rehab that long. He sounds like one of the physios now. Fitzy, he knows everything about him. <laughs> Mate, we spent some time. He has no days off in rehab. Yeah. Jeez. We, we might record you doing the recovery unit every week. You can just. Yeah, and we, we, Give Balin the yeah, tell Balin. Balin, he listens on. as well. He's another big fan of the Knights HQ podcast. Hey, I want to find out a little bit about these two young pommies we've brought out. So we brought out two young blokes. They're both on three-year contracts, and they're different ends of the scale. We've got Dom Young, who's six foot five. He's made his debut. He's outstanding. He's hurt his knee. And then we've got Bailey Hodgson, who I think he's still working out how Australia works. I think mm. he's still working out how to get to work each day. Mm. He's uh, very different lads. Oh, mate, Hodjo is hopeless. There you go. <laughs> we've got a big listening audience overseas in England. God, God love him. He drives his car two speed and finds in a tunnel doing 120. <laughs> to be fair. Car, he, car's registered in, in yeah. the night's name, so they got slammed. Look, he, he's only a kid, Hodjo, and, yeah, I mean, and he's probably never him. lived, he's obviously never lived out of home. And, and yeah. look, when I was 18, I was probably the same. It's just, yeah, he's out of home and <laughs> he's not the best. He, he, he needs to be um, mothered around. We, we which is fine. He, he acts like he doesn't, but he does. And yes, he does. He, it's easy to get down to his skin. <laughs> I think I he's like. still, his parents are moving over here at some stage, he's saying. So I think they'll they'll get over here and have him sorted. And, yeah, yeah. and let's be honest, another guest we've had here on the Knights HQ podcast was Blake Green. And Blake Green's been good enough to take him under his mm. roof. And I think Blake and Sarah will probably be up for some citizenship award at oh. the end of this. Look, <laughs> Bailey, we love you, mate. But seriously, you've got to get some stuff organised. And mum and dad, get out here as quick as you can I, and help him with his driving I, for a start. I asked Bailey, I think it was two weeks ago, and he's like, oh, the boys are moving out. All the Dom and that found a house. And I was like, you're going to move out with the boys? So like, his crew, there's about five or oh, yeah. five to about eight of them. You know, they're all around that eight, eight, nine, and they've all found houses, lived together. And I said, Hodge, are you going to move out with the boys? And he goes, no, why would I? I was like, I'd live with your mates. And he goes, no. I was like, why? And he goes, because Greeny and that do everything for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> He was like, Sarah still makes my bed. I was like, I'm, what? Yeah, I think Sarah's doing his washing and yeah, that as well. Yeah. <laughs> makes, his, makes his bed, does his washing. And he's I like, well, Sarah and Greeny move in with me. He was like, why would I move out? I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, a lot to answer for, Sarah Green. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, the carnival Same. will be over soon. But hey, let's get Bailey on, actually. We'll get Bailey and Dom on. We'll get them on in the near future because we're going to open up this podcast internationally. Mm. And I they, don't know how Dom would do podcasts. He's yeah. not a he's not a big talker, Dom. He's, yeah. he's very, very quiet. For the size of him, he's got the softest voice I've ever heard. Like, yeah. 
he could sing love songs, I reckon. He'd lull you to sleep. Yeah, he's quiet around us, but I think he might have a bit of a wild side around the boys he, yeah. he's comfortable around. So maybe in some time we'll see Big Dom open up. I, bit I of swagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitzy, I'm going to finish. We are still in the recovery report. I know we've tracked off a little bit, which is great. I love it. That's what podcasts, you just meander wherever you it. want. Mate, how are you travelling? How far away are you? And it's been, a, talk us through a little bit of the process for you and what you've had to adjust to with the injury. The shoulder injury, yeah. So, yeah, obviously I had, you know, it was a tough one. I was training in the preseason and, you know, I had, I had a bit of a previous shoulder issue that, you know, flared up a little bit from a previous surgery and we kind of had to make a decision whether to play with it all year and try to manage it all year or go in and um, you know sort some stuff out that it needed to be sorted out before the season started and hopefully get back you know a couple months into the season which we ended up doing obviously and yeah so the recovery's going really well oh I'm 10 weeks today I'm tracking I'm tracking really well and hopefully get out the field in the next week or so doing a lot of contact work at the moment and you know Rory Cross Jason's getting me running through some drills at the moment our defense coach and you know it's what I'm looking for it's responded really well so that's great. Close. We are excited by that, mate. Not mm. too far away. The Knights HQ podcast is brought to you by Maxwell Recruiting and Training, providers of engineering and construction labour to the Hunter for over a decade. Last year alone, they supplied over 210,000 labour hours with zero lost time injuries. They're also the industry's only labour hire provider based right here in the region with registered training organisation on the same premises to improve safety for workers and clients. For highly skilled labour hire and real-world training in engineering trades and construction, check out Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Geez, you're good at that. Well, mate, if... I might get you to the answering machine on my phone or something. Would you like it? Yeah, yeah okay. Well, I'll tell you what, if they can train me to do anything, they'd be freaks because I am totally useless. Like, if, if you offered me one day in your construction company that you're running, I think you'd be ringing Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a white-collar man, eh? Yeah, I'm useless. <laughs> Honestly, my father was a builder, my brother... Pen pusher. Oh, they pen, call yeah, pen pusher. Pen pusher. Yeah, yeah. You go right with the golf sticks, though, don't you? I like the golf sticks. Yeah. I'm not the best in my family, though. I'm yeah, I know that. <laughs> a long mm. way off that. But you know what? I'll have a crack at anything. Well, who's got any family? Well, his missus is a professional golfer. Oh, yeah, I know you're saying, yeah. yeah. How would you go getting beaten by 20 shots every time? That's what I'll have to deal he with. Hits off the la- he hits clubs, off the ladies, do you, or she hits off the No. Hey, come on. All right, we're going to go. We're starting to run out of time. All right, we'll come back very shortly. More of Lockie Fitzgibbon and Kurt Mann, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Looking for merch? Celebrate the past with the limited edition 2021 Heritage jersey. Shop in store or online. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. We're about to go into a deep dive now with Kurt Mann and our special guest. He's our special guest, aren't you? That's right, my co-pilot is Lockie mm. Fitz. You're... Helping me drive yeah, this Yeah, we're thing. steering the ship. Yeah, you do Kurt's very, a special guy. I feel comfortable with him as a Very pop. special guy. It's yeah. a lot of special. Yeah. Speaking of special, it's a special time for Australia uh, when Anzac round rolls around in the NRL because we know then we're starting to stop and pause and pay tribute to those men and women who've served and continue to serve for us for the rights that we enjoy every day in this society. We live in a wonderful country and it's all because... People along the way have decided that they would go and fight for our freedom. We appreciate that, and I love the way that the NRL celebrates Anzac Ground, Fitzy. It's pretty special. Massive. Honestly, I've played in a couple of Anzac, well, I think four or five now, Anzac games, and and they're probably one of my favourite besides playing finals footy. So, massive weekend, not only for for us, but but the whole NRL and the whole of Australia and New Zealand. Absolutely. Kurt, you've got a special, it holds a special place for you. Your, Your family's got some attachment to war and fighting for our country yeah yeah i've got a few um so my grandfather he was in the anti-aircraft regiment um 
I did a bit of research today just to looked up his, his serial number and that for war. So he enlisted in 1942, so he was 21 years old when he enlisted. Um, him and his mates caught the train down to Brisbane because they lived out in the sticks out in Mudderborough, so they hopped the train, caught it all the way down to Brisbane to enlist, and then he ended up in Papua New Guinea. His brother ended up over in Borneo, and, yeah, they, they fought there. His brother lost his life um, in action over in Borneo, and then my nan lost one of her brothers as well in Borneo as well. Growing up, did they reflect on those times? Could, could you Did you share much as a family? We always did the Anzac Day thing. You know, we, we do the dawn service every year, and... Um, I'll continue to do that with my family as well. So he did speak about it a little, not too much, you know. I think he sort of went through a fair bit of stuff over there, losing friends and mm. losing people pretty close to him and that. So every now and then you'd get a bit out of him about what he sort of went through and that. But he liked to share the good stories of it. That That's mostly what he, he'd talk about. So what, what was it, 44 did you say? To 1942 he enlisted. So the Second yeah. World War was he around? Yeah, on the Kokoda Trail. So yeah. he, he was over in, in Papua New Guinea fighting. So yeah, I think he had a month of training or something, not even, not even that long and then straight on on the ship straight over Papua New Guinea I'm not sure if you know this but I actually did the Kokoda Trail when I was 19 it's, um, it's a surreal experience I don't know if either of have you guys done I, it yeah. I haven't I want to yeah no it's 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 a, it's a surreal experience we flew into you can either walk from the outside and walk in or you fly in and walk out and we flew in yeah it's an amazing experience you learn so much on the trek and, and what those blokes well they're actually kids a lot of them were kids what those kids actually went through it's, it's eye opening stuff yeah um, he was 21 at the time when he went yeah. over and his mates were all younger than him so yeah, 19 year olds 18 year olds so yeah and like you said some of the terrain over there on the Kokoda track I've seen some of the pictures and that of it it's Mate, some of the stuff they went through is, is ridiculous and you now the spirit they showed over there is unreal. Have you considered doing the Kokoda track yourself? Yeah, I'd love to do it. I need to find someone who's pretty keen to do it with me. My brother, we've spoke about it. Me and my brother have spoke about doing it together but it hasn't come about yet but I reckon at some stage I'm going to get across there and do it. I'm mm. sure you'll get there. Who did you do it with, Fitzy? I actually did it as part of the Knights as, as a young group of us with Joe Tarpany, um, Josh Birch, Craig Smith came with us, Matt Gidley came with us. Wow. So we did it as part of a, as an under-20 thing and it was a bit of a not a mentoring program but kind of a bit of a you know insight to 19 year olds back in those days what they had to go through and you know yeah it's pretty special and we walked it in eight day it was an eight day crossing and yeah like you said Kurt the terrain some of the terrain was unbelievable and the hardest part about it it rains every afternoon and, and not just rains it pours and um, every night we had to walk to the campsite but back in that day they didn't have the luxury of a campsite one thing he always used to speak about was the mosquitoes so he reckoned yeah. the mosquitoes were vicious they're in the massive too yeah we will take all sorts of amoxicillin or whatever it was to, so you didn't get and the, um, mud, the virus mosquitoes and mud it yeah. was two favorite things tough terrain but it was a life-changing experience for myself a, a very it was a great eye opener and i'll definitely do it again i'd definitely recommend it to any other one who's listening or whoever's thinking about it yeah it's a great idea anyone who gets that opportunity you come back a different person and we lost the great tommy radonicus uh, recently and he speaks about it i think he did it with singer and a whole heap of blokes mm. and they said it was life-changing even at that stage of their life what about your memories of playing on anzac day kurt you've played in some sorry sioni metaudia was the other one sorry see if you're listening i'm sure you're probably listening all the way across the other side of the world yeah sioni was the other guy he is listening i know he'll be giving you feedback Uh, on that as well sorry see yeah other anzac day games is you know i was lucky enough to at the storm you play a game on anzac day so i played a couple of games there and mate spec it's it's chilling when you stand like you're out there there's 30,000 people dead quiet and they play the last post very chilling you know I think it's it's something you don't want to take for granted because it doesn't come around very often and to be able to honour those blokes like that it's you know it's something very special and then at the Dragons to do the same thing as well I got the chance to do it in Sydney 
So I got to play the three Anzac Day games there when I was at the Dragons and yeah, exact same thing. Very, very chilling, great spectacle and, and just, you know, to be able to play on that day, such a special day. It's, it's a sacred day in Australia. Everyone knows it. Like yeah, Anzac Day is sacred in Australia and, and for us to be given the opportunity to play footy on that day it was um, something special. Yeah, lest we forget for all those people who have and continue to fight for our freedom, we appreciate it and I love the way the NRL has shown its respect and continues to support that and I thought you boys captured that really well then. I want to ask you both about the concussion test. Kurt, we got some really graphic <laughs> pictures out of round four and we joke about it and we laugh about it, but straight after the game, you were pretty good considering you, you took a massive knock. Yeah, um, knocked out cold. That's the first time I've ever been knocked out cold like that, but for about 30-minute period, I couldn't remember anything. And, but after the game, I felt like after I come to, I felt completely normal. I did the test the next day to jump through all the hoops past the test apparently I got smarter I don't know how I, I beat my baseline score tank the test in the preseason that's why <laughs> uh, I beat my baseline score by heaps but there's a new rule about it which is you know I can understand it it's, they're looking after player welfare with it um, if they class them now class 1's obviously knocked out cold and that's what I was so I was class 1 and I think it's like a 10 day wait before you can play again yeah that that's that was really graphic stuff Fitzy watching our mate our comrade just mm. he literally fell like a tree oh, I was out yeah, before well, he hit the ground yeah it wasn't ideal it was scary it, you know that position you're in on the ground you know it's you never want to see that especially from a teammate and it's pretty scary stuff but on just on the point of the NRL and the HIO process I, I think it's you know it's warranted I, I don't think you should be playing especially after something like that you know between a you know seven day turnaround your brain's still in it's still bleeding probably and you're still trying to recover so you're better off taking the time I reckon mm. too because if you get another knock then mate you could be out for six seven what they mm. they sit you out for a real long time if you get another one the, the week after you better just take better off taking the time giving it time to heal and and then going again. It's a gladiatorial game and it's all about collision and all those things. If there's one thing that the NRL have done very well in recent times is the attention they've put to this and the retiring the players when they need to be. I think Jake Friend's a standout. I know Jake he probably needed someone to take it off him mm. because he would have just kept going and that's the other part of it is do you feel the same Fitzy that because the now the rules and the game is taking the decision away from the player I mean they're still part of it and they're still consultative on it but it almost helps the decision get right well of course you know Jake Friend I'm, I don't know him but I'm, you know he's such a great clubman and such a good person he probably probably felt he was letting his teammates down if he was retired and, and, and letting his club down and I'm sure if it was his decision he wouldn't want to retire but I think probably deep down he probably knew it was the right decision but still you don't want to let your teammates and, and your club down so having that decision being taken out of his hands is it's obviously the right call for, for not only his future but you know the club and it sets a good precedence I think he still had a lot of footy left in him too you know, he was yeah. he was still playing well and you know, I don't think he's that old I think he's maybe 31, 32 and, but you, you're doing the right thing long term it's probably you know, it's not worth it like footy's so short lived it's 10, 12, 15 years at, at most and uh, you got the rest of your life to live after that you didn't learn a lot from it though Kurt I must say now we look at you and you got another heap of stitches above your eye you're just a warrior oh that was a just unfortunate I guess I did that when um and I kicked the ball back in I jumped up to catch it to score and as I turned around the winger from the other side had come and I didn't see him he just bore him straight into me as I was getting up like, all the boys lifted me up and Frizz was cuddling me and then as he let go there was just blood all over him like, your eyebrow was hanging I saw it full time his eyebrow was hanging over his eye I've got, I've got a good picture of it. Hey, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good one. I, I, I don't, I, I've seen a few on my day, and that, that was up there. Now, just before we let you go, Kurt, I, I've got to dive into a little bit of your background because you're from one of the great Queensland 
pounds. That's uh, wow. Well, have might, you seen that? No, I don't know. Have a look I, at wanna, it. I might have pass out. I'm not the strongest in the game. Uh, that oh wow, hey. that's that's uh, that's something, isn't it? Yeah, just something for all of our uh, people tuning in now to the Knights HQ podcast. We just turned it into the emergency ward. What's that show when they used to operate? ER. Them? ER. There, there, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Hey Kurt, you're from Longreach. Now I'm from a rodeoing family. Longreach has got one of the greatest bronc riders ever to come out of Longreach up or up your way. In, um, and also, we've got a lot of listeners who are tuning into the Knights HQ, including from Toowoomba and Warwick. You've got a lot of people around that Darling Downs area. So you spread your wings pretty wide these days. Yeah, I grew up in Winton, which is only... Oh, Winton, Ray Winton. Herman. Ray Herman, the bronc, right. he's the bronc rider. That's um, right. I g- grew up in Winton, so that's only an hour and a half from Longreach, and then I was sort of in between both the towns. Uh, yeah, so... Did all my schooling there. Went to a boarding. Then I went to boarding school when I was twelve. So I went to St Brendan's in Yapoon, which is sort of like a. It's a rugby league nursery down there. There's a, a lot of players that have come out of there. So that's where I got my start. Keith Onslow, who was the recruitment officer at the Knights, this is in like 2007, picked me up then. Yeah. And I signed a four-year contract when I was 15, and then yeah, wait till I finished school and then move straight down here. I remember knew that. Fitzy when he was a little little eighteen year old, a little surf rat. Yeah. I knew Kurt when he was a little whippersnapper. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those days because it was my first time at the club then too. And Keith Onslow recruited me from Warwick, so we're connecting well here. So we'll dive into now. Having also grown up in a country town, you'll know the highlights of Winton. So, if she said to someone, "What are the two great things about living in Winton?" What would they be? Oh, if you're trying to sell it. Am I trying to sell it to a tourist or am I selling it to... Anyone. Just go with well, the best thing if, right, if anyone out here listening is going to go to Winton, the Dinosaur Museum, is, is that's, their, that's their big showpiece out there. they got the Dinosaur Museum. Fantastic. Um, and it's the, the opal capital of Queensland. Ooh, there you go. There we go. Hey, mate, you my, don't wear opals. Mate, I've got it. My old man, he's like... I call him... You ever watched The Hobbit? Have you ever watched Opal Outback Hunters? Yeah, I watch it all. There's, there's, there a, dude, there's a dude it, it from could be you. Mate, my, old, my old man, like you, you've seen The Hobbit, right? You know, the big dragon that sleeps on his treasure. That's oh, what I call never, me. Never call, seen yeah. call me dad smart. He's got, he's, honestly, his bed, under his bed, there's just buckets of opal. So yeah, he just right. sleeps on top of them. Interesting stuff, how, that. How would Fitzy go in Winton, Longreach area? Country bit. Look at my hat. <laughs> mate. Ring his western. It's country as. No yeah. cafes out as there, As country mate. as they get. <laughs> no lattes. Just, just flat Just white. quickly. I, uh, Instant coffee. Do you know Kurt's famous in, in the junior leagues? Have, do you know the story? No. Oh, tell us, please. Kicked it so, backwards in the last grand final. He doesn't. You don't know it. Yeah. So anyone who's listening, I'm not sure. You probably, if you not HQ and subscribes, I'm sure they know about the infamous Kurt Mann moment in SG Ball, which you're not aware of. No, you guys, no, no one's aware. Of. Here we but go. Long story short, here we go. No. One. We can we can have this as an extra episode. It's, so it was about how old are you now? Twenty eight this year. About ten years ago, he was little little Kurt Mann. He's about sixty kilo, ring and wet. He's, I think I believe he's playing. Were you playing fullback? Halfback. Halfback. There you go. Yeah. So half fullback. Anyway, so they had a red hot SG ball side, and um, I'm pretty sure they were, they were winning by lost, a lot. We lost one game. Yeah. We lost to the Bulldogs. And so Clemmer played in the Bulldogs team that year, oh. and we lost to his team. That, that was the only game we lost. Pretty to red hot. Then we side. played the Bulldogs in the final. final. Anyway, so they're up at they're up in, <laughs> they're up in the grand a, final. With about a minute to go. A minute. Oh, a minute or so to go, and Kurt thinks, "Oh, I've got the ball in my hands here." What should I do? Should I kick it out? Oh, I don't want to kick it out because I think they'll get the ball back. So I'll kick it behind me. I'll kick, it, kick dead. it dead. And so we got 45 seconds to drop the ball out. So he's turned around. You should get the footage up. Get the footage up. And he kicked it behind and it him did, and it didn't it, go dead. It didn't go dead. It, bounced, it just went, bounced and up who, and they scored. Who was no. running through to um, score it? Brendan Sandy. Remember him? Yeah, Brendan, Brendan Sandy. He ran through and he scored. He scored. And Kurt lost 
Nah, they no, didn't yeah. lose a grand final, but they almost lost a grand final if it wasn't Mate, you for know, Lachlan Shippard. Lachlan Shippard, oh, a winger. Love him. He kicked a field goal. Our winger kicked a field goal from like 40 out. It was first set out, like extra time. Our first set, we, they kicked off to us. We had some big dudes in our team too, so we just rolled down. And then Lockie Shippard from 40 metres out kicked a field goal. Oh, man, I was shouting beers all night. So you've got a blown-up picture of Lockie at home, haven't you? Because oh, he yeah. saved your bacon big I time, didn't he? Yeah. All right, little story, Kurt, man. If any... If you, People who don't play in, in the NRL and they play with the junior system, you're like, do you know Kurt Mann? They're like, yeah, Kurt Mann. Is that the guy in the grand final kicked the ball backwards and lost it? I'm like, yeah, that's the one. Well, other people ask me about it all the time. So you, you it's got been to, 10 years. Uh, it's good to be famous for something, Kurt. Yeah, so, mate, you're back. famous. And you could be, yeah. Now, before I let you go, there's one last thing I want to ask, and it relates to you as well, Lockie, because I want to look at the d- difference between the two. Christmas lunch. Christmas mm. lunch in Witten and Christmas lunch in Merriweather. So, mm. uh, Merriweather Hill. Yeah, and you can do either. Oh, you can do his and, and he can do your. Like, Fitzy, you can tell us what that would be like because I reckon Kurt's got a bit of a like Kurt's just going to stitch right. me out. Yeah, he would just say, it would be ridiculous. I'm looking out my door at Tumbleweeds. He's looking at the beach. He's got butlers. He's yeah, got yeah, there it is. There's, yeah. there's butlers. Turn there's, it up. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? Like, okay, let's. Couple of maids, butlers, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Yeah, you probably yeah, have Uncle yeah. Joel over, so there'd be some politics to be spoken. It is a quite interesting dinner table, to say the least. Jeez, he's got a bit of pull. Yeah, Massive. That's why he's in construction. That's why he's being recruited. Just need someone in the council. Careful. I'm going to be mowing lawns for a living after this. Say, cut that. What, what, what would, <laughs> Christmas lunch, what, what would it start with? And what, In um, my ca- household. Caviar. Or, caviar, or, <laughs> caviar yeah, and the silver spoons. Yes. What else? Platinum spoon. Yeah. Um, just in my one household. Butler, one butler or did you have a couple? I had a couple. Jose yeah. and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course, your dad, Mark, he'd be just taking a back seat because he's only I, just running NIB. Yeah, yeah, he just sits around on his throne and just everyone waits on him. Yeah. Nah, seriously, it's pretty good. Like, it, yeah, we have a pretty big family. That got um, we normally go down. My mum's from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's obviously from Cessnock, so we we used to do the night before in Sydney, um, and then come up on Christmas Day and, and do the family lunch at my old man's. And yeah, it's 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 not as big as you think. We're not we're not real festivity like people with the whole lunch and presents and all that we just get around have a feed and talk politics really <laughs> what what would be one law or something you'd change if you because you'll move into politics eventually i'm sure <laughs> no? Construction no, no, no no way yeah i oh, know he's busy no he's way busy he's man. or painter apparently what law would I change? Yeah, it's coming oh, something no that you'd idea. take. You pick up the phone, you ring, Uncle Joel, let's get this sorted. Let's get this fixed up here right now. I've got a real good one. Build a tunnel from Stockton to Newcastle <laughs> all right, so I don't have go. to drive all the way around. Mate, they've already got a bridge. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to go around. Like, just build a tunnel. <laughs> go to the taxpayer and tell them that. They'll say the exact same answer. You've already got a bridge. Yeah, but it's like 30 minutes out of the we'll way. We'll move in build, town. Build a tunnel. <laughs> Now, can I just suggest that tunnel? It's one of the deepest harbours around the world, I understand. How deep is it? Well, it's very deep. I'm just going to be very deep. There might be an issue with that tunnel. <laughs> that we'll, ship we'll, comes we'll in. We'll build another bridge. Yeah, well, yeah. where do you think the ship's coming? Jesus, it's going to be a deep tunnel. We'll ring Elon. Elon Musk. He's, he's, he's building tunnels at the moment. Uh, we'll ring Bell. Joel Fitzgibbon and we'll ask him to build a tunnel. If not... Construction manager, uh, yeah. Lockie Fitzgibbon. So, uh, yeah. See, this is what Knights HQ does. We unveil the big thing. So mm. we know that there's going to be a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> connect. Tunnel. connect Stockton and Newcastle. Yeah, 
perfect. Well, they've put that big kids' playground at Stockton, so you, you never know what might come out of it. And it's a lovely place. Anything you want for Merriweather? Like, no, we're pretty good up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a sweet age. <laughs> so you've got world surfers rolling in. Well, boys, we could talk forever, but I think that's really helped us get a true understanding of, of Kurt Mann. And, yeah, that... Uh, SG Ball's probably the standout from that. Oh, all the definitely. Time. <laughs> I can't wait to get the footage. The footage has to be shown about this. Show it. Yeah, we'll, what we'll do is check out the night's social media. We'll put it on our Instagram and uh, also our website. We might do a feature on it. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Pretty good grilling. Well done, Fitzy. We enjoyed that. We'll take a break on the other side of the break. Still more to come on Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Your power powers our nights. Come out charging and secure your 2021 membership at knightshub.com.au. Welcome back, Knights HQ. We are grilling Kurt Mann with my co-pilot, Fitzy. Mm. Hey, Fitzy, let's ask him five mm. quick questions. All right, Kurtley, uh, the favourite thing for you to do in Newcastle? Mm. Probably go to the beach. What beach? Stockton Beach now, because that's the closest one. <laughs> there's no beach left at Stockton. <laughs> Mate, there's sand dunes. There's a lot of beach. <laughs> there's good sand dunes. All right, uh, Kurt, what, <laughs> this is a funny one because I know you don't read. What was the last book you read? I've never read a book, mate. <laughs> <laughs> The menu at, um, like I said, don't read. I read the menu today at Lampton Park Hotel. There you go. <laughs> a chicken snitty if anyone Beauty. wants to know. All right. Who or what would you be lost without? Am I supposed to say my missus? Yes, you are. <laughs> She's okay, going to listen. Taylor, my, yeah, Taylor. My, oh, and my kid, obviously, Huxley, my little boy, mm. and my dog is the other big one. What about your lawn-watering app? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's been half an hour. you, you got to turn that off. It's, yeah. No, it's done. It turns off itself. There you oh, go. Oh, this is technology. Even gives you, I got a notification before it popped up on my watch, said it turned off. I've learned so much. Yeah. What's your favourite drink, Kurt? Would it be wrong if I said, like, alcohol? <laughs> no, go. Okay. You're right. That's if I was go, Okay, if I was going to have, like, Do a beer. Do we have a beer sponsor? <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Bedsy Steel City. Yeah, Bedsy. <laughs> Bedsy, you got me Danny, Steel City. That's Danny Baderis. Sad to yes. him. Yeah, oh, no, I've asked him heaps of times to hook me up. He hasn't given me anything yeah, yet. He's, he's tight. He's very tight. Mm. That's why he's got money. He doesn't mm. give any away. Mm. So, how did you go? What, what's your favourite drink? Yeah, no, nah, so if I was going to have a beer, probably like a Carlton Dry, but if it's. I don't really drink soft drink. I just drink water usually. Like, yeah. I'm not a big soft I'd, drink drinker. I'd see you as a rum and coke man myself. Oh, <laughs> that's after the beers yeah. usually. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Who was your hero growing up? Probably Darren Lockyer. You know, he was every kid in Queensland, sort of looked up to him. All right, I'm going to wrap up with a health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective. What's the tip you've got for people on health and fitness? Just get out and do something. That's probably the, the main thing. That's the, the thing that people struggle with the most is actually getting out and you know, finding the energy to get off the couch and go and do something. Even if it's just go, get outside, being in the sun, um, you know, just, just walking around and enjoying life. I love that. Or Balance Collective. Or you can do what Mitchell Pierce has been seen doing, just cruising around Merriweather, shirt off with the sling, just striding his way up and down the beach. Mate, he's been meditating. Like, he... He's almost like, he can almost levitate, apparently. <laughs> He's that good at it. <laughs> On that note, we'll slide out of Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Coming up very shortly, we look ahead to see what's happening against the Panthers, round seven and round eight preview. Knights HQ. Okay, we're cruising down the back straight in the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Just remember, if you've got a play you want to hear from or a question or you want to give someone some feedback, we've given you the channels, media at newcastlenights.com.au. Also, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. Be nice. We'd like you to be nice on it. We, we, we like, no, we have to take feedback, won't we, Fitzy? We, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of good feedback after today's episode, for sure. 
Absolutely. Now, we've got a little bit of feedback. Before we do that, we better preview what's coming up. Quick turnaround. We've gone six days, six days, six days, which is a really tough stretch to go through. Uh, it's the Penrith Panthers Thursday night game. That That's a good test for, for the team to see where they're going, Fitz. Yeah, look, coming off, to, uh, coming off a really good, exciting win last week, it's, um, you know, we want to make sure it's, you know, it's no fluke and um, we want to be winning back-to-back games and playing consistent footy. So, um, you know, the boys got a pretty good game plan heading into this weekend. I'm sure Kirk can touch on it more and, um, you know, I'm pretty excited and we're pretty confident leading into Thursday. Yeah, good test. You know, we've got a really exciting month of footy coming up. Um, we're playing against some of the competition heavyweights and it's going to be a really good uh, indication of, of where we're at. So, I think everyone's you know, everyone's excited. No one's nervous. We're all just excited to get out and, and test ourselves. So the game plan is going to be you know, pretty similar to, to what it was on the weekend. You know, we're, just, we're just going to go out there and uh, move the footy around a bit and try to give it to them in defence as well. Well played because I was nervous you're going to give up the game plan. We would have got shut down by the coach then because there's a lot of pants. <laughs> we'll just throw something wild out there. We're going to kick on second. Um, yeah. yeah, and Avery's then. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Chipping, chip, I think Ch- Kurt, you're going to chip and chase I'm kicking it backwards, apparently. That's not what So if Ivan Cleary, you're listening, look out for the play two chip chase. Mate, well played. You'll be in the team again next week. But we've got big listener subscribers from Penrith. They'd be just going, but nah. they hey, they'll be ringing Ivan or his right. son at home and telling them that. Okay, all right, let's finish with the fan forum Fitzy you've been doing a lot of work you got a little bit of feedback for us as well and a, a question for Kurt is that right yes Kurt this question comes from Emma so thank you Emma for the question the question is who are you closest with in the squad you better say me <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I'm sort of close with everyone. You know, I'm a bit of a, a floater or like a, a lone ranger. The boys always give it to me because I sort of end up on a lot in a lot of places on my own. So I can't really say I'm, I'm, I'm close with everyone pretty much. Yeah. Like He's I'm, a loner. That's why he moved out Fern I'm, Bay. I'm a floater. <laughs> he, like, he doesn't actually yeah. want that tunnel. He wants to be the furthest away from, from everyone <laughs> in town. I'm trying to buy a farm so I don't have to be near anyone. That's what I'm trying to do. He just about. wants him and his lawn and his dog and his missus and, and Huxley. And his sand dunes. And his sand dunes. <laughs> nah, you're on track. Now here's one for you Fitz Joel wants to know can you grow your hair back I believe you played better with the locks yeah he's, thank he's you Joel actually, he's you, actually growing it you know um, oh, I'll just take it off for you. Look, look at that that looks it's, like steel wool yeah yeah it's getting out I, I believe you might know the story of Samson you know yes, yeah Samson yeah. he had the long locks and he's that big strong guy you know I liken myself to Samson with the strong locks you were likening <laughs> yourself to Bradley Cooper for a bit you reckon too yeah that's when I'm because i got grey hair yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yes I'm growing my hair long Joel, thanks for the question. Let's not get the ego and the ability confused. <laughs> no, speak, I've got one here from Kurt from Fern Bay. He wants to know, are you running something jerseys for Renault? That's, oh, it wasn't me. There's a, there's a question that came <laughs> apparently. Duh. A lot of signed jerseys coming in at the moment. Is yeah, that right? This oh, is the pot calling the on. kettle black. <laughs> Kurt on, hang has on. the most jerseys are handed in hang for on. people to sign. Are you ask anyone who gets on this podcast yep. who gets the most jerseys? It's going to be okay. 50. I'll just... I was just asking the honest question of where the jerseys are going. That's what I... You're getting a lot of Renos. I'll tell you what I put it down to. I put it down to a few things. I'm a good bloke. Yeah. And so I'm very approachable. People come up to me and go, look, mate, can you sign this? I go, yeah, mate. Jerseys for Renos. Two jerseys for Renault. <laughs> I'm a local junior. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. all so the like, and whatever board, come up, yeah. you know, like, get, you get a few jerseys. Yeah. And three, um, get the Renault's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. And, and, and the last one, we just want to tip on stocks. We understand that's where you spend most of your time. Is any stocks to look out for? You know what? I, I'm f- he's going to plug it. He's going to plug it. Nah, sure. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a slow burn. You're not going to lose 
yes, anyone who wants to buy some shares. Nah. Just be uh, careful with that one inside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. NIV, um, very good. The new fad at the moment is um, cryptocurrency. Oh. I think Kurt, you, Kurt's got a couple of dipping his toe yeah, in a bit of cryptocurrency. I've, I've put a little bit. Of, Connor's actually, you know, previous guest on this show. He's got a bit of money tied up in the old crypto. But I Mate, think, yeah, Kurt yeah. likes it. My brother got me into it. So he rang me. This is when COVID first hit. And he's like, I'm going to buy Bitcoin. And... He goes, buy some Bitcoin. I was like, nah. I said, mate, you're a carpenter that lives in Winton. I'm not buying Bitcoin. Like, I'm not. He bought them for six grand each, and now they're worth 80 something thousand. He bought three of them. He got three. What's his name? Joel, man. Good on you, Joel. Mm. I know you're listening to Knights HQ. Spread the word up there around Longreach, Winton. We've got listeners. Mitch McMahon's joined us from around that Warwick area. We've got Jordan Lang from, from Toowoomba. Get on board. Anyone else who wants to get in, write in, subscribe, tell us what you think. We appreciate the feedback. Boys, we could talk forever, but we've got to wrap it up. You boys better go and get some sleep and get ready for another big day tomorrow as we charge into the Panthers. Thank you very mm. much to Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Kurt Mann for coming in. We'll be back in a fortnight with episode three of Level Up. It's also coming next week, so we love Level Super Up. Super excited. Love it. All right. Love it. Thanks, What's folks. We'll check you out. Cheers. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. See you guys. Knights HQ needs you. Rate and review wherever you listen.